welcome to Halos Heaven Radio. I am Jessica DeLine here with Rick Sadres. That is me. And Jeffrey Tan. Hello, everyone. And we are here to talk to you about the trade deadline and what Ooh, the angels did spooky. or didn't do, <laughs> as well as what our friends in the AL West did this trade deadline. So uh, let's get into this. Let's let's. Did anybody pull up a list of all the action that the angels did on this trade deadline, or do we need to pause for a second to? Get I had that? to pull up like seven tabs to get it all, but seven. I think tabs. we're. Yeah, I have it open. I managed to fit it on one tab, but it's taking a while to read through. So give oh, that's, me a second. Yeah, yeah. You, you might have to let it load first. Yeah, I'm only getting half of it right now. There but was anyway, a frenzy of moves. We can start with the, the first one on the list because, you know, we'll get to the other ones later. <laughs> All right, so the Angels made one transaction at the train deadline. They, they picked up one player in the most important position that we needed, which is... Pitching. <laughs> no, actually, no, I do think we need catching even. anyway, so I don't think it was necessarily a bad move. It's just not the one that we need to focus on. <laughs> yeah, we picked up Max Stassi, the catcher. I heard that Stassi in Italian actually does mean pitcher. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure that does not. <laughs> I almost believed you for a second. <laughs> like I was like, wait a second, is he joking? That would be hilarious if that was true. It is midnight where I am, okay, in my defense. <laughs> it is after midnight so what do you guys think of that uh that move by well how about you say what you think first jessica <laughs> i think that's you a know, great idea <laughs> here's here's what i think i think the angels have a lot of pitching problems and they didn't make one single pitching transaction uh, going into the de trade deadline instead they picked up a position that the angels questionably need which is catcher Granted, Jonathan LaCroix is not the best defensive catcher, and we don't really have a prospect coming up in the next year or maybe two. But that being said, I just feel like their time could have been spent a lot better elsewhere than picking up a catcher. I understand your concern that it was disappointing to not see more action during this trade deadline. But, I mean, we've all looked at this Stasi move, and I like it a lot. I, I think Rick likes it a lot. He's been very very adamant on Twitter about that this is a great move. Um, we have him under control, not only for this year, but for the next three years. He has three Arbiers, and he's a great framer, which is something that could help the entire pitching staff. Not only instead of getting one pitcher, we could improve all of them. Yeah, well, the guy who built our house is a great framer, too, but it doesn't mean he's gonna help us win well games. well i will say this so. um i'm also a little disappointed not because of max stassi and not even because of the trade deadline i'm disappointed because jessica was supposed to have a heated argument with us and instead she came out here with this little oh, i'm not done oh okay well to this point all we've heard is i mean they did something they probably should have done and blah 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 blah, blah. no okay we were supposed to be arguing let me straight find... up throwing facts and logic at each other. <laughs> let me let me get some actual quotes while Jessica is hopefully becoming more heated. You can do that. Are you gonna, are you going to pull some quotes that I said earlier? I'll try. Great. I'll see. Well, I am a huge fan of this particular trade, but I am a huge detractor of the deadline itself and our overall performance in it. I think that Max Stassi is an absolutely awesome acquisition but i am still pissed 
All right. So Max, <laughs> Max Stassi, first of all, he can't hit. He's never hit. He didn't hit in 10 years in the minors. Um, he hasn't hit in the majors. What do you mean the he's never Astros, hit? Okay, the Astros got rid of him for Maldonado. What does that tell you? What do you mean he's never hit? He's not a good hitter. He's never been a good hitter. Okay. He's not, he's not a great hitter. In 2017 and 2018, he was an average to above average hitter. What, what did he bat and what was his on base? Well, I'm not going <laughs> to go enough. off the average because the average <laughs> is misleading, Jessica. Especially I said on base. Okay, his on base percentage in 2018 was 316, which was about average. Hey. And in 2017, it was 323, which is about average. His slugging percentage in 2017, which is a short sample size, by the way. Is 458, but in 2018 it was about average, especially for a catcher at 394, and his WRC plus was 100. That's terrible. That is called hitting. It's terrible. If you look at some of the, uh, if you look at uh, crawfish boxes, is that what they're called? Yes. <laughs> the other SPN site. Uh, there's a lot of people on that site that are happy he's gone, because they say he's terrible. He's a guaranteed out. He's. There's he's... also some writers that were less than thrilled about the about the trade. I mean, hey, hey, there's people on Halo's Heaven who want Bedrosian gone, and I don't know. Well, we can wait. He's been Okay, you're going to have a big argument of that, too, with Jessica. We don't have no yeah. time for that. Okay. But <laughs> No, but here's the thing about Stassi, okay? Remember when we acquired Andrelton Simmons initially, okay? I have been oh, a yeah. big... Yes, yes, you are right, and I need to jump in because I forgot about that. I totally cut you off, and I'm sorry. But it's okay. everyone said that no, there's no way that defense can matter that much. He's a waste. We gave him nuke him for mm-hmm. him. He just he can't hit. He's stuck oh, exactly. Yeah. Hold on. Yes, Hold on. that was the that, exact though. argument. Okay, and we all argue. Every single writer that wait, you're saying defense... that the shortstop is more important than catcher because that's the only way you could be going with that statement. That defense, shortstop yes. is a lot different. Yes, I absolutely am. What? The sh- well, okay, this goes back to that whole thing we were talking about earlier about where you don't believe in framing, which is a Correct. load of garbage. Let me let me read out a quick quote. Call me a curmudgeon, but I still don't <laughs> buy into framing all that much, just a little. And when robo-umps come, it won't matter. Smiley face, the passive-aggressive one. Okay, and let me go ahead and add on to that by, call, by saying that I called you an old fogey as well. You did. But... <laughs> I didn't say I don't believe in it. I said I don't believe in it that much. I don't think it weighs that heavily in his value. I think that you have – well, first of all, in – so to defend you a little bit in that regard, you are the one person who hated Maldonado even when he was good with us. That's so true. So that in true. your defense, She's you've consistent. always hated framers. But yes. <laughs> but when we acquired Andrew and Simmons – the argument for him was his defense is so phenomenal that as long as he hits like a league average hitter, we will have won the trade. That was the initial argument that every single writer was making. And that's an argument that I didn't buy into because I didn't think that his defense was worth that much. And then I watched what? him. And then and then I watched <laughs> him. And you changed your mind, didn't you? Yes, I did. Exactly. And you know what? I feel the exact same way about Stassi. I'm not going to say he's on like the Hall of Fame level that Simmons is, but he is that good at framing. Okay. Go ahead and try to change my mind, Stassi. Let's see what you got. I mean, he has no options, so he's definitely going to – we just acquired him, so he's definitely yeah. going to be in the majors. Um, we now have three catchers. None of them have options. And we have 
one month before rosters expand. So yeah, when you guys are regretting the fact that we signed him in a year or two, then uh, don't come well, crying in my milk. <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's something we can really regret. I mean, if if it doesn't work out, you just well, DFA spend, him. Yeah, he's not going to be making a whole lot of money. But yeah, so it's not something that's like going to be a big. You might deal, regret but... it when he's when he's killing rallies, when he's making the third out, when he's. I don't into think so. Plays. Uh, he didn't. You, he you didn't really cost it. anything. All right. But also, I wanted to Are bring up s- some other points as well. Um, okay. Really quickly, Max Stassi is the 17th fastest catcher in the majors out of Ooh. 77. Mm. Um, he is also going to be 94th percentile in framing according to Statcast. Um, according to other metrics, he's first or second. But according to Statcast, he's just only in the top six percent. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Also, he has a 50% hard hit rate this season, despite his batting average and his slugging percentage this year, which Wait, tells are you, you... Yes, he 50, does. Does that mean 50% of balls hit, or 50% Of his of, contact, yes. Uh, yeah. His strikeout rate's right around 30-something percent. Oh, like low, low 30s. That's which way above average, right? Which is terrible for a guy without a lot of power. Which That's is pretty bad, average, but right? in this day and age, 30% is around average, actually. Well, not average, but, like, it's pretty normal. If you're going to strike out 30% and hit 30 home runs, yeah, that's one thing. But if you're going to strike out 30% and hit 8 or 10 home runs, that, that's not good. What's his um, BABIP? His BABIP? Uh, let me see. Because if his For this year, it's 255. High. So you think he's due for some positive regression with that high of a hard kick rate? Well, I don't know, Keep but dreaming. last year when he had his best season and he had 250 plate appearances, he did have a 300 bat- batting average on balls in play. So it does appear as though maybe there's a bit of bad luck. Of course, some of it is going to be the fact that he's um, he has. I mean, he has still has a pretty decent line drive rate too. But it looks like most of his hard contact is on ground balls right now. Um, if he can try try to change that a little bit, there might be a better. There might be better horizons for him. His soft contact rate is only 12%. Hmm. I'm sure the Astros have been trying to change him for years, though, offensively. I'm not too and concerned. And they gave up on him. They were ready to move on. Well, it's not true to how say many, that they gave Astros up on him. How many Astros secondhand um, employees and players are we going to take? <laughs> um, Garrett Cole. No, just kidding. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I would take him. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I... I I think he probably gets a couple starts this weekend. We get to see what he's got, and we can decide whether or not you change your mind. Or I think change that, your mind. I think I Sean Wooten and Jeremy Reed are going to try and recover some of what we saw from 2018. That's and true. also, they have been pretty successful at limiting strikeouts. Yeah. So if he can put the ball in play more often with that 50-plus percent hard contact rate, you could see some positive regression for him. That's true. It might just be a different approach because we know that, well, the Astros are pretty close to us in strikeouts this year, but in past they've they've gone big or gone home, basically. Mm-hmm. They, they were the, one of the first ones who didn't care about strikeouts in 2014 and beyond. The other thing I want to mention is that because the offense is so, quote-unquote, good, right now I know it hasn't been good the last few games, last few series, but we still are top 10, I believe, in OPS+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Week and we we potentially might have eight above average hitters in the lineup at any given time, so I'm saying that his offense is not as important as his wow. defense. Okay. And if we do have eight that. major, 
And we do have eight major league hitters in a lineup, which is eight above average hitters is definitely possible with the personnel that we have. We might, might not need him to hit. And Rahul couldn't be here today, but he did want to mention that according to... What were the actual numbers again? It was somewhere in the vicinity of like plus 19 um, runs saved according to... If you, you, mean if you extrapolate he, out... Yeah, had he, had he played the whole season? Yeah, it, he if you extrapolate out his framing runs above average or whatever... It was 19, and Luke and Angel's catching is like negative 16. Yeah. You guys, you, does anybody have... Um, That's about a three to four win swing, by the way. All right, does anybody have Stassi's OPS up? Yeah, it's like five-something. Uh, no, hold on. Okay, so the Angels right now are seventh in the AL in OPS for catchers at 7-11. That's so, fine. I mean, we are... Which is fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> for someone who doesn't play defense. For but, both our catchers don't play defense. So, Sassy is 466. Which is fine. Which is the worst in the AL as a catcher. His... We're going to be worse than Detroit in catching with OPS. That's fine. So, we're That's going fine. from middle to the worst if he plays on a regular basis. Well, technically, we're probably last in the catching department right now with our whatever wild pitches and nonsense we have well my main argument is let's see if his defense can outweigh how terrible his offense is probably going to be yeah that's fair (laughs) and he also can't he doesn't control a running game either he's terrible at throwing out runners running doesn't matter so it's all about the framing metrics but running doesn't matter though uh it does nobody runs who runs who runs do the astros run the uh the astros probably got maldonado because they didn't want people running against no i mean do they run like uh, Who are we not, playing that we're concerned about running? Because well, Kansas City, we're not playing them anymore. Well, the Rangers <laughs> are a pain in the butt with their running game, but yeah. All right. So <laughs> anyway, That's most true. of us like the trade, but most Jessica is a curmudgeon. I am apparently. <laughs> Damn that framing. <laughs> oh, and we wanted to also mention that the two guys that we gave up, one of them we barely know anything about, the other one. Um, Andrew of or Turk's Teeth, he really really liked as a sleeper, but I'd never even heard of them before, so I can't say anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty low level guys. Yeah, they're they were pretty yeah so just drafted, um, yeah. not top thirty in the organization. We'll see. Yeah, I all right. Don't have high hopes for them, but you never know. The Astros are the Astros. Overall, the Angels really didn't do much at the trade deadline, while the rest of the AL West. Oh. Did, so I right? forgot one more thing, sorry. I think a lot of the concern about this, the trade, is that the Astros were planning on designating him for assignment. And what do you have to say about that, Rick? Could we have potentially gotten him if had we not made a trade and if we just waited for him to pass through waivers? No, that's dumb. No, <laughs> well, we, why, why is it we dumb? We could have gotten him that way. He would get, he would get picked up. Okay, like, you're, you're going to pick up the best framer in the in the game. Someone is going to pick him up before we do. Mm-hmm. We're what, 15th? Someone is going to pick him up, take a chance on him, hope that he turns it back around for next season because he has like right. four years of control. I mean, come yeah, on. Someone, That's and, just common sense. Yeah, and okay. someone like Kansas City or Detroit can afford – I mean, Detroit's good. They beat us. Uh, but someone like them can't <laughs> afford to take a chance on Stassi as a backup catcher because he has the control. So I don't have a problem with Billy making the move and getting out ahead of the DFA. The thing so. people have to remember is that a lot of people need help at catcher. People are always looking for help at catcher. There's very, very few catchers that are good at offense. Phillies. 
But a catcher that is elite at framing is something that everybody wants in this current day and age. Now, if we ever switch to RoboUmps, that completely negates Stassi's value. He'll probably be out of the game. It wouldn't be surprising. But until that time, he's valuable. Yeah, and it's not like we gave him a five or ten year deal. We, I mean, any any off season, if they go to RoboUmps, for example, for next year, we just don't tender him a contract. It's it's pretty simple. <laughs> All right. It's not like the five hundred ninety thousand he's getting this year is going to uh, really hurt us in signing somebody in the off season. So just like there's no such thing as a bad one year contract, there's no such thing as a bad signing of a league minimum guy. There Correct. is no such thing <laughs> as a pre arb bad trade that you gave up nothing for. Got it. Do you know that if Angel- you're already a bad team, <laughs> Rick, Rick? Do you know that the Angels could sign you right now? You would be a pre arb guy. And that would not be a bad acquisition at all, to be honest. I would be thrilled that the Angels did that. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Healthcare is good. Healthcare. The 550000 a year is also pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you know, just a little. Let's, let's talk a little bit about what the rest of the ALS did while the Angels were sleeping at the trade deadline. So, first of all, the A's acquired Tanner Roark. And I like that move a lot. They gave a pretty good prospect to get him, right? One of their top like the, prospects, the Reds. Well, no, it was like a mid-tier. It was like it was like their eleventh or something like that guy, maybe eighth. Yeah, they're also getting money to pay Rourke's salary, which is classic A's. But they're making moves to improve their pitching, and we aren't. We probably will see him once or twice. Um, and he's a guy that Rick's always liked for his. What do you like him mm-hmm. for? Um, I like him because he's better than what we have. No, I. <laughs> no, he's just he's just a solid pitcher. Like he's like a solid three, always has been. And I've never seen anything that symbolized like regression or anything like that. It's just age. He's just a solid pitcher all around. Age could symbolize regression. You know what? What? I don't care right now. <laughs> I like Tanner Roark, and it would have been a rental, but. Obviously, we're not, we're not in a position anymore where I feel like that's applicable. We should have acquired him earlier. but Or signed I mean, him over the offseason. Turk's teeth, he kind of equated the the prospect they gave up, the A's gave up, was close to Orlando Martinez for us, which is a, mod, it's a, it's a moderately decent prospect, but he's also pretty far away and high risk. So, I mean, it's something we could have definitely done. I If... if if we didn't completely blow it against the Orioles and Tigers, I think we would have had a legitimate shot to out outbid the uh, A's on Tanner Roar. Oh, for and sure. I would have liked that a lot. Yeah, but also, if you, you look at the moves the A's made. They got Roark, and they got Homer Bailey. And, I mean, it's, it's okay, but you just don't get the sense that they're going to be able to hang in there with the Red Sox. Well, the Red Sox have their own problems, but the Rays, you know, the the Indians, the Twins, those guys who are going to be in the mix uh, for the wild card, if not for the cent- the AL Central Division. I actually think that Homer Bailey will be a big reason why they don't make it. I did not yeah, I like no, that acquisition. I have acquisition. no idea why they acquired him. Yeah, I think that's a <laughs> terrible move, to be honest, but... That was a few. That was a few weeks ago, but yeah, I I think that's a horrible move, and I think he's going to cost them, going to cost them several wins. Yeah, that's fair. All right. But I mean, they're in the better position than we are, so what can we say? Oh, we can say a lot. <laughs> nah, I mean, I don't want to throw stones at glass houses right now. 
That's all we have is stones. Okay, we don't even have the glass house. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We're 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 building a campfire with those stones right now. You, you, you caught the chicken yet? We'll grill it. All right. A's do anything else to improve themselves at the deadline? Um, I mean they're they're there. They're there. I think that was all for the yeah. That was all for A's. I think it's pretty clear the Rangers and the the Mariners are not going to be real strong contenders. The Mariners did did unload our friend Mike Leak. Uh, he got traded to the Diamondbacks, which is good because he's yeah. taking care of his father, and uh, Arizona is close to his home. Oh, that's great. That's really nice. He waived his no trade clause for that. It was really lookout landing. Um, had a nice tweet about it. But good for good for the Poto. He did something nice. Oh. He also traded multiple relievers to the Nationals, um, Elias and Strickland. Yep. So he's making moves. And we don't play him again, so it sucks that now they're depleted and we don't get to face him. He's probably made more moves in the last two months than Billy Epler's made in the last four years. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. All right, how about the Astros? I think they did one or two things, didn't they? Yeah, you know, they acquired someone named Aaron Sanchez. I heard he was pretty good. Uh, six Sanchez. plus ERA. Yeah. Good? Well, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> uh, I mean, Is that I, the good pitcher they got? I assume he's good because we were in the mix for him. So, And you know that <laughs> Billy Epler likes to go after good Wait. pitching. You do know we had Trevor Cahill, have Trevor Cahill, and had Matt Harvey, right? What? I no. outright said this, but I do not like Aaron Sanchez as an acquisition. I think that that would have been a terrible move for us. I think he is essentially a one-year deal if you acquire him, except you give up prospects to do it. Mm-hmm. I think that would be terrible for us. It's good for a contending team as a bounce-back candidate, but for a team that's yeah. on the fringe, he's not good enough to make a deal. Not to make to make it a big deal, and it just costs us money for what we can basically sign in the off season. Aaron Sanchez is worse than Andrew Heaney. Whoa! And I want to get rid of Andrew Heaney. Wow. Okay. I wanted easy, to trade him. I wanted to. Either. I wanted to tender Andrew Heaney and then trade him in my if I were Epler piece. Yeah. Well, we can you can do that this off season, Rick. In your I will do it again. Trust me. Okay. It right. will happen again. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I think that Aaron Sanchez is going to be a reliever for the Astros, and they have the time and the lead, the big enough lead in the division, to allow him to work through his problems, and if he ends up sucking, he just doesn't make the postseason roster. I'm just excited that the Astros have one pitcher we can maybe beat now. Yeah. Uh, because the other, yeah. their other pitcher... <laughs> Well, Biagini? Yeah, Biagini. They also got him from the, the Blue Jays. And <laughs> you guys are killing me. He's okay. But uh, the big story, obviously, <laughs> is Zach Greinke. Um, they're going to pay how much of his contract? I think Arizona's covering $22 million, So yeah. they're still on the hook. The Astros are still on the hook for like $25 million a year for Greinke for the next two seasons after this season. He's older. Verlander's older. Garrett Cole's a free agent. Can we hope? Mm-hmm. There aren't too many contending teams where I think that they made the right move um, by having the Diamondbacks eat a lot of their eat a lot of his contract. I think most teams would have probably taken on the salary in order to pr- refrain from giving up too many prospects. And the Astros have always been in a position of plenty of plenty as far as prospects go. Mm-hmm. They can afford to give up four of their top guys and overpay. In order to get Zach Greinke, they 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 made a great move for themselves. They're they're way even, too deep, and they have the players for way too long for it to matter. Not even their top two prospects either. Exactly. 
I think it was a fantastic move for them. Um, I've always liked Zach Granke. I was thrilled when we acquired him in 2012, and I was really sad to see him go, especially for prospects uh, mm-hmm. that we gave up for him. Um, but I, I was a huge fan of him, and I think that I think we should have never let him go, to be honest. But yeah, I don't think Astro, it was our decision. But yeah, Astro certainly got stronger. Well, I mean, having to give up that much money for Josh Hamilton makes it seem like yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, had he signed the deal in 2013, so would he have signed a seven-year? Would he still be an angel today? It's pretty crazy. Well, to no, think he about. would. It probably would be about the same length as the as the contract he had with the Dodgers. Well, he had. But he was a multiple multiple year Cy Young candidate with the Dodgers, so we'd have gotten our money for it. Yeah, and had no one in right field. I mean left. Field. Oh, okay. So Josh Hamilton not being in left field was that much better. <laughs> I mean Matt Joyce said he won. I love that signing. I think it was a trade, wasn't he? Sure. So he was in the list that Jessica showed me earlier. That's why I think that yeah. it might have been for like cash or something. I don't know, but mm-hmm. oh, Kevin right. Ca- is that how they got their manager? That makes so much sense now. We traded <laughs> Kevin Cash away. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, so now he's the killing Angels me too. or the Astros, who had the better trade deadline? Wait, wait, wait. They also acquired Martin Maldonado again. <laughs> oh, they did, They yes. gave up Tony Kemp to get him, which means that the Angels last year got the better end of the deal because I think that Patrick Sandoval is better than Tony Kemp. The Cubs got Potentially. robbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the Astros, personally, I don't think it was wise for them to go ahead and give up Stassi something to get basically a slightly harder hitting Stassi. I I think it was stupid. Tony Kemp has always been a pain in our butt, so I mean they're not a they're not a dumb organization and they, they traded catchers basically and gave us their leftover. I think you're giving them too much credit. They don't make amazing moves every single day. Oh okay, yeah, they gave us Tropiano no, and Carlos Perez for Hank Conger. And what did Hank Conger turn out to be? So the Astros can make a bad move. They can any any team. I mean, can. Tropiano basically made it a bad move for us too, but yeah, but it was a bad move for them too, <laughs> you know. All right. No, but um, as a whole, though, we're all pretty angry about the deadline. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, you know, first of all, we didn't acquire any pitching. Now, I do believe what they said, where the catching does actually justify it because it does improve all of our pitchers. The one year where we had a genuine overperformance from the team in recent years was 2017. And in 2017, we had pitching that was performing well above its level. We had base running. We had every single thing that I think contributes to outperforming Pythagorean expectations. All right. And so I think that we made the right move, but I think we needed to make way more. And really quickly touching on that last thing that we had talked about earlier today about Cole Calhoun. Um, Rahul's not here to argue with me about it because I think that we could have moved him. But (laughs) uh, you did say, I think, something uh, to the effect, Jessica, that uh, we were always going to keep Calhoun, according to Billy Epler's statement. Yes. What, were, what was that quote again that he said? Um, he basically said that they weren't really interested in trading cost-controlled or controlled major league players off the roster, and they consider Calhoun with an option a controlled player. So 
which, which definitely makes it sound as though him. we're going to either pick up his option or re-sign him for cheaper, which yes. I think is a mistake. Yeah. I don't, as long as we don't pick up his option. If we try to sign him to a one-year deal at a, at a smaller rate, like eight, seven or eight million, that's savings of six million because we have to pay yeah, him Yeah, plus one. you have to pay a million for buying out his option. Oh, I'm so. sure that would factor in, like... We would say, "Hey, do you want an eight million deal, but we, an eight million uh, dollar deal, but we don't pay you your one million, or it would be seven million plus the one. It's it would be the same either way. He'd know what he's getting. Uh, I think that's going to happen, and I'm fine with it right now. As long as we don't pay him the whole fourteen million, we have a little more flexibility. Okay. Anything else to add on this trade deadline? Other than yeah, Kevin Smith the move is... was that we made today. Kevin Smith is probably going to the IL until September 1st because we can't option him. Uh, I don't think Apple wants to designate him for assignment. I don't think he wants to get rid of Lucroy. And he's definitely not going to get rid of Stassi because he just acquired him. So now we have three catchers, none of whom can be optioned. And we have Dustin Garneau, who is probably gone forever. I'm sorry, I miss you. And we already have like five catchers on the 40-man roster. How many catchers do we need on there? Uh, seven, I think, maybe. Seven? Yeah, um, in any case, uh, we probably, probably won't see Kevin Smith for a while, until September. That is what I think. We have we have five, including including Stassi. Because we just got rid of Ben roster. Boom, right? Is ben He's still Boom's on the 40-man roster. Wait, what about Brissania? He is. It's kind of hard to argue we don't have catching depth oh, now. Five. Oh, because no more Garneau. Darn, that sucks. And he'll probably clear waivers anyway and be back on the team, so I we'll have, think... like, six catchers. Wait, wait, you're contradicting yourself because you just said that everyone needs catching, but then no one wants Garneau? No, everyone mm, needs Stassi, no. is what he's saying. I said everyone <laughs> would love to have an elite framer. Yeah. I think Dustin Garneau is a decent framer, but I don't think he's elite. I don't think he's going to clear, but I hope he does. I think that he's just another name. I mean, there's lots of decent defending catchers out there but i think stassi is an elite defensive oh, i mean obviously yeah stassi's better than garno it's just garno's yeah. better than everyone else so i That's hope fair. i hope he clears all right all I right i think we're good anything else to add on the trade deadline and the angels move moves move the angels move, move. into the groove <laughs> not plural do all right i think we're good thanks for joining us everybody we'll talk to you next time see ya adios